Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, 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 my Bravo believers and fellow Yinzers. Welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I'm your bitch, Kim. Happy Tuesday. I say that every week because you know why? Tuesday should be the happiest days. Why? Because it's supposedly the less busy time, and that didn't even make sense, but all of you know what I'm trying to say. It's supposed to be more of a chill day. So whatever, I am not even making any sense. But guys, guess what? New York is playing. Beverly Hills is playing. All that good shit. And it's the best to bring Mr. New York back himself. He is a special guest to the show. No stranger from Behind the Velvet Ropes podcast. We have, again, David Yontef here. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? How are you? I feel like we haven't talked. I know I've been here. I don't even know how many times, but I feel like we haven't talked in a long time. I know. That's so true. I mean, via the social media is how we keep in touch with what's going on with each other. Kind of. How are you? Tell me everything. Everything that's going on with me. Oh, my God. Biggest thing that you probably don't know. Uh, I got a dog. Uh, what, what kind? I got a Westie. I got a Westie two weeks ago. And oh my God, you will appreciate it. I named my dog. Could you? It's a Bravo something. If you I was just going to say, is this a Bravo thing? It is. <sighs> what would you name your dog? I mean, anything but Jiggy. Okay. Anything. It is not Jiggy. Okay. okay so it's a boy and I named him Roni. Oh, okay. Isn't like that it. cute? Yeah, everyone, everyone who comes to me, they're like, Roni, like macaroni and cheese, pepperoni. Because and I'm like, like, yeah, you can think that, but well, really it it's was like R H O N Y. Roni and Michelle's <laughs> wedding. So, Roni, that's, I mean, I like it. It could almost it's be different. a person's name, too. I, I, exactly. I'm, okay, I'm like on board with this. I'm on yes. board with this. So, I'll call him, I'll, I'll call him Roro for short, which is crazy because sometimes I call Ramona Roro. I just feel like he's, it's very fitting for uh, my pooch. So, yeah, that's the biggest thing that's going on with me. I got a dog. And you know what? The potty training with the dog is like a real thing. Is now, it? if I, yes, if I have a child later on in my life, this is seriously preparation for the shit in the pee that you constantly have to clean up every couple hours. It's Better insane. you than me. I am going to pass on the dog. <laughs> I am going to pass on the children. I have contemplated fish, but that's like a about Nemo it. fish? You don't have any cats or anything? <sighs> You're not an no. animal person? No. You know, I was in Africa. I went on safari. I love, oh. I love sharks. I love lions. Mm. I went shark diving off the coast of Africa. I Is don't- this recent? No, I wish okay. this was recent. Right. I just don't, you know, it's, they're not, animals are not for me. So everyone can think I'm a cold, awful person. No. And, you know, no. it's just, I like, I don't know what I like, but it's not, I'm just not an animal person. I'm just not. You like the wildlife. You like yeah. the wildlife. I love animals. lions and I love sharks. Those are my favorite too. So do you like going to the zoo? Well, I have time. Um, I haven't been to the zoo in like 75,000 years and I'm not (laughs) sure. I'm not sure I love the zoo either, but I like 
animals in their natural habitat. How's that? Sure. Now I have a question. But I'm glad you got a dog. That's, that's... I love him so much. Yes. So I've wanted a, th- this dog for a really long ass time. So I was very excited that it came into fruition. Now I know in Chicago we have a zoo in the city, right? Lincoln Park Zoo. Do they yes. have that in New York? Yeah, there is like Central Park Zoo. Is it free entrance? Now you are asking some interesting questions. Well, I you don't haven't been to the know. zoo for a minute, so maybe you don't know. I'm just curious because yeah, I know Chicago, I don't really it's know. free there. Interesting. Yeah. I might do some research because I'm kind of curious about it. So it's either free or it's it's a little bit of a fee. Yeah, a little bit of a fee, but it's not much, much that's gonna put you out if you want to go to the zoo. Sure. Everyone, go to the zoo. It's fun to see the animals. Now, um, let's uh, transition a bit. I want to know what you've been up to. You've been very busy from what I see on social media, hanging out with Margaret Josephs, with her book stuff. And I have a question later about the Dorit thing because I we we saw what's going on there. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, and I mean to? this is not a shameless plug for my podcast, but in Patreon account. But you know that this uh yesterday, you know, this past weekend's episode was I went to high school with Dorit, which yes. I did. Yeah. And people have wanted to talk about this for a very long time. And uh I don't know, I feel now is the time. So yeah. I shared all of that with you and I had Dana Wilkie on um, yes. to discuss it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone. OK, since we're on the Dorit thing, everyone's talking about the nose job and she's not confessing. But I mean, if you really think about it, I even remember during one of the Atlanta reunions when Andy was talking about this had to have been this was when Cynthia got her um breasts redone or she got implants or whatever and then Andy asked all of the women if they had work done and I I guess at the time Candy was the only one that didn't but now we know that she has so it's kind of like that Dorit is not fessing up to anything however the pictures clearly show something different would you agree with me on that yeah yeah I mean I don't understand. Listen, okay, uh, there's a past Bravo celebrity that I'm friends mm-hmm. with. Sure. We don't need to mention who. I mean, it's Bravo, somebody who was on Bravo way back when. And she has been stalking me for about six months to pick up the phone and call Dorit since I went to high school with her and get the name of her surgeon. So, I mean, she doesn't know for sure, but she's just, Dorit has great fucking work. Why yeah. wouldn't you just want to own it? Like, wouldn't it be amazing if she got it from Bill Aiden? That would be amazing, but, you know... Well, okay, I'm going to keep my comments to myself because if you say something about someone's business, I am a lawyer and that could go into, that is why Jim Bellino sued Heather McDonald. Mm -hmm. It's because she said something about his business. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. But if I were going to get a nose job or facelift, I would go to, I'm friends with two of the Dr. 90210s from E's show, which lasted one season, but start with Paul Nassif, like start there. There's like some good doctors in LA. Mm -hmm. Just own it, Dorit. Yeah. Okay. So since you went to high school with her, were you guys friends and stuff? Or like, did you guys talk? I mean, first of all, was your high school big? Because sometimes people go to a small school. Sometimes the school is huge as fuck. So did you go to a large high school? Um. It, so there were three small towns in Connecticut, Woodbridge, Bethany, and Orange, which were, you went to like a different junior high and elementary school. And then those three 
small towns in Connecticut right. converged into one high school. The graduating class was like 300 and like 23 people. So is that big or small? I don't know. That's pretty big to me because I graduated with 150 people. Okay. So, yeah. And then my brother's graduating class, he graduated, I think, less than 100. So we went to a pretty small ass school. So it's so pretty you- big. It's pretty big. But you guys probably knew everybody there. We knew most everyone there. Yeah. Okay. So did you ever have like uh, contact with her in high school that you remember? I did. I did have yeah. contact. We have, there's one story in particular. Um, they got to check it out on your. Paper. Well, we were, um, we were at sea together because we share sisters. So one of my really good friends and one of her really good friends are sisters. Interesting. So when my friend turned 30, which was not high school, the sister brought Dorit. Nice. If nice. that makes sense. Um, I love it. So, and we were trapped at sea and it was Dorit. And I mean, God, I would have fucking been up her ass if I knew yes. she was going to be Dorit from Beverly Hills. Right. Did you sense an it factor from her as far as like TV back in the day? Yes. I know that's kind of ho- You did? Yes. Interesting. Because I feel like it's kind of hard to... I mean, you can kind of see it with some people, but that's cool. I dig it. You know, listen, I mean, it's not like so shocking to me that Dorit is married to someone with money and lives this Mm -hmm. life. I mean, our high school was that way to begin with. It was like Connecticut. So picture like Beverly Hills High for Connecticut. Like people drove Mm. Mercedes and like Porsches and BMW. So it was a wealthy town. It really was. Yeah. It wasn't Dorit dressed in head to toe Gucci and shit. off the runway right Balmain right. where it's like your outfit costs 10 grand but right. you know was Dorit dressed in Louis Vuitton and Gucci in high school yeah sure but like everybody was do you know what I mean oh but like God, it yeah. wasn't on this level do you know yeah. so it wasn't but it's not shocking that like she was set out to be famous and, and right. married to someone with money so yeah. it doesn't shock me it doesn't shock me that's no shade it doesn't shock yeah. me I mean, you had a nose job. I don't know why you wouldn't admit that. Everyone had a nose job. My right. sister had a nose job at like 13 or 16, whatever it was. Naomi from Southern Charm right. did too. I mean, you do you. Now, right. speaking of speaking of brands, right? Gucci and all that kind of shit. Let's go real quick to Shaw's of Sunset. Let's and talk it. about how Mike shops at Target and he's like not shallow because he shops at Target and he told Destiny that. What are your thoughts with that? I mean, for me, Target's fucking awesome. I shop at Target all the time, but I also don't have the money that they do. (laughs) I mean, good for Mike. Listen, there's a lot of cute t-shirts going on at Target. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So my style is high end, low end. I spend, I'm a watch person and I am a bad person. So I will admit I have a gazillion Louis Vuitton and Gucci's. That's my thing. But then I don't mind wearing a t-shirt from Target. Yes. But you know, Let why me tell not? You this. Oh, this it's is nice. Target. My leggings are from Target. <laughs> See? Um, okay, so what are your thoughts so far with uh, Shaws of Sunset? Are you enjoying it? I mean, MJ and Reza seem to kind of get on the right track-ish, but Tommy's still on the, uh, you know, he's repelling a little bit. I mean, listen, I've always liked Shaws. Like, Shaws to me is one of those shows where it's weird. Like, the ratings are not what they should be. Like, Shaws to me is not just like a background Bravo show. Like, I love 
shots. I think it's do it all the time. And the thing is, like, if you look at the way that housewives works, where your job is not secure and you basically get fired, like you're fighting for your life every season on housewives. And then you look like now Vanderpump rules has changed, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, yes, we had like Lily Galici come and go and like Asa left and you know, then there's like the Gigi, like you have your core group that right. is not leaving. Yeah, we add someone this season, like Shervin's gone. Nima's not an I OG. I love Shervin. Right? To me, it's like, I don't know. Shaw's is, it's it's good. It's good. I love it too. I don't, yeah. Baby Shams, so adorable. Oh my God. He, he needs more screen time. Baby Shams is cute. I mean, you know what it is? It's like, I believe like at least MJ and Mike and Gigi. Yeah. Maybe not Reza a hundred percent of the time, but like those three, like they are authentic. Like they're not trying to act for the camera. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what I like about it. They just let it hang out. Like there are days MJ comes on camera looking a mess and I'm like, this is like a real life. So she's doing it the right way. The reality TV. She's not playing it up like some of the housewives. do. No. And now with that, we're going to go to let's talk about Roni a little bit. And then we're going to get back to because I want to know your thoughts about family karma because I'm hashtag loving it. Um, But let's talk about Roni. What give me your thoughts so far of the season. Are you enjoying it? All that kind of shit. Especially since, you know, a lot of them. I always enjoy it. You know, I guess if I break it down to like different seasons, I mean, in a way, nothing has happened, but okay. I'm like juicy. Yeah. But like, Ish. I'm, I'm liking this season. I'm liking mm-hmm. it. Are you loving Ebony? Because I think she's fucking yeah. right. I am loving Ebony. Now, mind you also on the behind the Belvero podcast, we I, literally, I'm not just saying this. So I had Luann on. I know. I saw that was a fun. If you haven't Excellent. heard it, that was a good one. But I have a ton, a ton of lots of past, but some present people coming up in interviews. Mm-hmm. I love Ebony. I mean, Ebony is first of all so. I didn't realize she was as smart as she was when she said she went to school at like sixteen. But she's so smart. She's smart. Yeah. I'm a lawyer, so I I get it. Like she is. Listen, I've always said this. There's no ego. I suck at lots of things in life. You're not <laughs> going to win an argument with a, you will not win an argument with a lawyer. Jackie, She's got that lawyer talk, though. She, so I have spoken to Ebony in real life and yeah. she is just well-spoken. And on the TV, she is. She so takes time to explain like why Luann, like this is like, I understand you didn't say this, but this is why I am triggered. Like, she's not really. Listen, we haven't seen her fly off the handle. No, no. I would love to. And I I think think it's really funny when she's like, geez, like these white girls, like I've never like she's 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 kind of like in the background. Like, I can't believe like how these girls are fighting. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. But she's not like, oh, I'm shocked. Like she's in it. But like when Leah ran out of the room and then went and like told Heather, she was like, oh, I did. And I believe Ebony. Like Ebony is not trying for screen time. She's like, oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't realize this was now going to become a thing. Right. Right. So I like it. And she's not. She's, she admits she was a fan of Housewives before. She's like anyone that tells you they didn't know what this was. So. I like, I like her. I like her a lot. I feel like she 
is a loyal girlfriend. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Ramona says that she's like a really good girlfriend, but I really feel like Ebony is there to be a good friend and just the whole woman, women empowerment too. I, I don't know. I just really feel like she's a loyal person. I feel like she's very similar to Sonia because I feel like Sonia is very loyal too. I mean, she's stuck around with Ramona for how many years and Ramona has done some shit. Same thing with Luann. I think it's really great to see the relationship between Sonia and Ebony grow. I'm really anxious to see what Ebony brings as far as a potential suitor for Sonia. I would like to see that. I love the fact that she's dating now too. I think it's just, you know, it's interesting because let's face it, when she got hired, the whole world said, you know, you're going to, you and Ramona, it's going to be interesting. You're going to have problems. Right. And then there was the rumor that she's having issues with someone other than Ramona, which I personally assumed was Sonia. Yeah, I remember you telling me that the last time you were on the show. But then we see that it was Miss uh, Countess Luann. I, yeah, it was Countess. Were you shocked by that? Yeah, yeah. Because you, I even remember you saying with Luann that you, I guess, this is just trying to remember off the top of my head. Yeah. That Luann is probably the most real- Yeah, uh, versus the other women, because I even remember that I told you that I was like, Sonia, oh my gosh, like she's amazing. And you're pretty much, I remember you saying something like she's not really what you see on screen in real life. You know what I mean? (sighs) Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. Sonia. (laughs) Here's the thing. I've had experiences where Sonia is like just as freaking rude as a human being as Ramona. Yeah. And so I just think everyone's talking about Ramona all the time. Like you look even like last season when Sarah McSweeney came on the show, like she had problems, not just with Ramona, it was Ramona and Sonia. Like, right. So I just think that Sonia has moments just like, do you think she's aware of those moments? Because I feel like with Ramona, is she aware? I feel like, I don't think she's. Yeah, she's kind of, her head's up in the clouds all the time. I'm not so sure Ramona is aware of them. I mean, I'm not so sure that Sonya's aware of them. Well, I mean, it could be just because she was married to Mr. J.P. Morgan, old guy, for how many years? Could be still in her brain. Who was it that just said, let's put this in oh Casey Wilson was on on watch what happens and she because I guess Andy asked her about this season and she said let me just put into perspective that Sonia was married to what's his face for six years like she asked like it was 50 years and that's when it was like oh god well, that's that brings me to one of the quotes that Ebony said, because I like to do quotes when I do solo episodes. So I remember there was a quote from Ebony and she was like, Sonia is married to her story. But girl, your life is in front of you. You know what I mean? So it's like she a thousand percent true. To, I mean, look, I have nothing against Sonia. I yeah, me either. I love the bitch. I, I, love the bitch. I don't like I just am not about li- looking back in life. Do you know what I mean? So like when I see like a Dorinda and like that type, it's just like, you got to get over it. It's sad. I'm not. You're a Kuna Matata type of dude. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
Like a, move on. A, Let's go. a year or two years, like things yeah. happen. And like, we've all been there and life is hard, but just like, you gotta, you gotta move on. Pick you up have and to. move on. Yeah. Well, you know, with, we have Heather back on the show. We all find out that she stops filming. And this past episode, Leah calls her Karen and all that shit happened with the voting and how she's super self-righteous and she wants to be the voice of every, the voice of reason for everything, for race, for my fucking grandmother dying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So do you know, cause there's been some articles that I read because even though Heather says that she goes to the press and she doesn't talk about the other ladies to the press, she's just coming from her own experience. So do you know and or can you give me your thoughts on why she actually stopped filming with the ladies? Well, I mean, she says, if you Google it at the yeah. moment of what's out there now. Yeah. Heather says that she, I mean, I've had her on my show in the past and I know her well. She says that she, there's 24 hours in a day. I mean, this is really what she said. And like, yeah. just this is not what she um, signed up for. Like that she doesn't right. want to spend time with these girls. Right. So, okay. So I have an article up. Reality Blurb. That's where I get a lot of my info. Yeah. And I just fucking like the website. So I'll read you a quote real quick. Um, let me find it. Let me find it. So I guess she said, where did she say this to? It says after agreeing to appear on season 13 in a part-time position in late 2020, she had a change of heart. And this is a supposed quote from this website. And she says, it's just how, oh wait, it's just not how I want to spend my time. It hit the lowest common denominator in the first five minutes of me being there. I don't want to negotiate race wars all season. I don't want to be screamed at with libel and slander. Did I say that right? Libel, right? L-I-B-E-L. Yeah. That's right. I wanted it to be like it used to be. So I guess it seems like she just didn't. Well, one, Leah was coming at her ever since the get-go. Um, and I guess, I don't know. Did she not want to just talk about some of the biggest issues that are going on? As far, I mean, they've been going on forever. But it's really in the forefront now. And does she just not want to be like a part of it? You know what I'm saying? What? Like you're saying that she left because she didn't want to deal with like the race issues? Yeah. Even though she's Could that saying be a thing? I'm not really thing. sure. I mean. Because it's heavy. I mean, it's heavy. And there's a lot of chatter online about that. Yeah, there a is. A lot of people, and this isn't, Evan, a lot, there's polls of like, do you like this type of stuff in your, on your Bravo shows? That's a whole thing. Right. Right. I mean, my gut says that's not the case with Heather. That's just yeah. in my, she has a podcast. I mean, she talks about hard issues in life. Right. My gut just says that's not the issue with Heather. That right. it's really, now there's other things you can think, you know, I don't know. I mean, Leah's come out and said a lot of stuff. So I feel yeah. like, you know, if you're a bunch of housewives and you say, I refuse to film, we are housewives. We refuse to film with Danielle. Stop. All of us have gotten <laughs> together. We will not do it. You can't do that. Teresa can't say, I will not film with Margaret Joseph. You are a housewife right. and she is a housewife. Right. The Jersey housewives, here's some tea. There's a lot going on that are filming yes. that Jennifer Aiden is not invited to. <gasps> so I think Teresa oh. 
you know, depending upon what it is, but I mean, there's a lot of people that are not, I mean, Jersey's filming now. There's a lot of people that are not speaking. So, but if you're a friend of, and you are not, I mean, that's what happened with Michelle Pace last season. Like she, mm-hmm. she came in hot, thought she would bring up this Joe Gorga thing. Right. And that was the key to like fame. She wanted to do the blackmail it so didn't she could work. get on the show. No, it did not work. It did not so, work. So. Do you think Elise did that whenever she was on for New York? Do you think she wanted to be a housewife? I mean, I think Elise is fine in life without it now, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do think, you know, if everybody got together with that charge led by Leah. Right. And said whatever, then that's another story. I don't know if that happened, but I don't think it's, I really don't think it has to do with race. That's just my right. honest opinion. Right. I think I some know. of Heather it has can to do. Things, you know? Yeah, she totally can. She, she does not back down. Uh, I mean, if we remember Leah coming at her after the whole voting thing, after Ebony said something about, oh, well, Heather said this and that, and she's really upset that you're not voting. First of all, Leah is very reactive all the time. She doesn't really take a step back, which I feel like Ebony does. And that's probably the lawyer side of her. I would think, even though I'm not a lawyer, I, I don't know any of that shit. I mean, she even I said assume. to the camera, like, if you just shut up, if you just like, say, take a ask step a back. question, just shut up. Yeah. Let everyone else do the talking. Yeah. So, you know, whenever Leah was coming at Heather, she wasn't backing down to what Leah was attacking her with, right? And then we see her at the very end of the episode. Does she throw, like, her little, like, Carrie bouquet at her? Like, no, bitch, don't call me a bitch. People are saying that Leah is not being authentic on the show anymore. They feel like she is essentially acting at this point, and she's overproducing. Even Heather said that in this article. What does she say? At the very end, it says... She did they say wanted that. a Yeah, they wanted a six-player for the show. We all know it works works that way so all and then like parentheses Leah did was self-produce and undermine the network so do you feel like Leah is kind of overdoing it at this point she's kind of reminding me right now of a Hannah burner and we all see what happened to Hannah now I said all season I'm like Hannah's gone I I, I said this all you did season. Yep. I was like, this isn't what they want. Like, mm-hmm. not for that show. I'm like, it's a group of friends in a house. It's not going to work. Right. I don't think Leah's going anywhere next season, either. but yeah. that is what everyone thinks. And I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I think, listen, I think. But do you I'm, think it has something to do with, I mean, her grandmother is like passing away. There's a lot of like people episodes. that have an issue with that, though. Like if your grandmother's passing away, why are you filming? Now, that's a whole I other kind of, thing. I feel that way, too. But like, I'm not judging her for staying. No, Maybe she needed that support system from the women, you know. And I mean, you know, I, I, do I think Bravo is sympathetic and you could work something out? Sure. But I mean, your contract, like when there's filming days, you don't you can't just not not show up. Yeah. I mean, Nene Leakes did that and now they changed the way that she was paid. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, Leah's, it's a little too much. What do you think? I mean, I, I'm not just, but I'm not just saying this now. I've kind of said this quietly for a long time about Leah. Even like even her freshman season. I mean, yeah, but it's different then because like she was drinking then. And I mean, she's saying on the show currently she's not drinking right now. Do I have proof of that? No, but I'm going to believe what she's saying on the show. So with her not drinking on the show and her grandmother passing away, I would think that would make someone act in a certain way uh, that. 
I don't know, maybe we are not used to just because she doesn't have those big things in her life. Not saying that alcohol well, should be a big thing. Well, she has said in response to this, she has said they tear you up so they can, they build you up so they can tear you down. Right. I mean, she's, I've read an article recently and she said like 99.9% of the people loved me last season. Mm-hmm. And it was just inevitable that this would have happened regardless. And then she also says that, you know, yeah, I was going through all of this, like with my grandmother and everything and COVID and like, what a year. So I don't know. I mean, that's just, that's what she says. And I do agree that yes, the entire world is saying people have really turned on Lee in a big way. They're really, she's the one that I think most of the hate is towards this season. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I'm just, I don't, I love Leah. I think she's fabulous. I do feel like she is a little bit different than last season. But obviously, if you think about it, everyone's growing every single day. Things happen. Shit happens. And I just feel like the way maybe the show is represent like painting her as uh, in the show. It just seems like she is overreacting with a lot of shit. And I don't know. It's just, it's a little too much for me. She is kind of reminding me of Hannah, which by the way, I honestly, because I follow her on Instagram, but I'm not seeing a lot of shit from her. She just, Hannah, Hannah, she just posted something with her fiance. But like, do you really feel, because she's not on the show anymore because she wants to focus on her career of Yeah, sure. That's why. Do you feel- I mean, she was fired. I mean, you know, I mean- Well, do you feel like it'll be, uh, uh, she'll be successful? with the stand-up stuff have you seen i mean you live in new york have you ever seen her do that i have seen her stand up before yes and is it good you know okay so a couple of things do i think because i mean she has a tour it's i saw the dates it's like listen it's not countess luann cabaret i mean luann has a real career but would she have that if she wasn't on the show who luann or hannah both both no but if the show ends for Luann like Luann sells out really big I mean listen I okay so a couple of things have I seen Hannah's comedy yes it's not bad it's not like I yeah I find Hannah I kind of knew her back in the day she's never come on my podcast so to me it's kind of like fuck off I mean I should just trash you and like fuck off but (laughs) maybe now listen do I think that Fame went to Hannah's head. Yeah. Like yeah. when, when, when like Kate Chastain says that she, you know, walked in and Love says her. like, oh, I'm going to have a hard season. My, my, you know, my, my cast is what did Kate, what did Kate say to Hannah said? My cast is like jealous of my success. I believe Hannah said that. Sure. I, I kind of believe that. But too. now maybe she's like humble. And so like, I don't really have anything against Hannah, except for right. the fact she hasn't come on my podcast. And then I'm like a big fuck you to Hannah. Yeah. But her comedy isn't bad. <laughs> Do I think like, uh, listen, I think people will go now because it, you'll get your picture with Hannah. Sure. You'll meet Summerhouse Hannah. Right. Would you pick her comedy over Dana from Vanderpump? Even though Dana's Probably. not on the show anymore. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, is Hannah going to sell out in a year? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, the longer the you get minutes, away from yeah. Summerhouse, the longer it's like, if you want to be a comic that's touring, it's going to be comedy. So- right. You better bring it because like people aren't going to want to go for the Hannah Burner picture in a year. Right. The novelty right. will be. I do think this 
tour coming right off Summer House. People were trapped at home. They're hungry to go to live events. Right. Like I get those Ticketmaster alerts every day now for everything. Like things, shows are back. So I think this round of it will be good. And I think if like the longer she's, to be honest with you, if she's really wants to be a comedian and she's good on this tour, Mm -hmm. being off Summer House is the best fucking thing that could happen to her. Right, right. Because now go reinvent yourself like a Nikki Glaser, like a Michelle Collins. Like you can have like a B-list comedy career. And I don't mean that with any shit. You could really do what you love and bring out Des to open for you. Keep it in the family. Give him a dollar. Yeah, because he's a comedian, right? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, as a comedian with like a team and an agent, you know, she's being pitched. So who knows? She could land a a sitcom or a gig. But I think like if she really, if this tour does well, she could, it's being off the show could be the best thing that ever happened to her. But I do think that she wasn't so bad when I saw her, you know? And All right. Better All than right, you so anyone stay. in New York and or wherever she's touring, I guess go go give a go give a sightsee with Hannah. Go yeah. check her out. Go check her out. If she comes to Chicago, depending on the ticket, like I people might, hate. Might, you know, she got know. a lot of hate. People hate her, but I think when she's there in person, you can get your picture with Hannah Burner in the right. Bravo world. I think people are going to love her for the night because there is no Lindsay or Carl or, I mean, you right. have your choice of Hannah or nobody. Right. You know? Right. So you'll, you'll take what you can get yeah. essentially. So, she'll so um, with New York, cause I would say, are we, o- we're almost to the halfway mark as far as the season I'm thinking. But, I'm thinking we must be. Yeah. Uh, any predictions um, or things that you know that could be coming up within the show that you can like tease us a little bit? If you know. I'm trying to think like, you know, I know that there's been a lot of Jersey events without Jen Aiden. Um, I'm going to one this Tuesday. For Jersey or New York? Jersey. I'm filming, not filming, but I'm invited to something and I was just told it's being filmed, which by the way is not my ideal for a lot of reasons. Right, right. One, you can't really hang with the people as much. And two, I told the housewife that invited me to this event. I'm not so sure, and this is not my ego. I mean, she she told me I was crazy, but I'm not so sure that someone isn't going to say something when I walk in. That's What do you mean as far as like- like That's David from Behind the Velvet Rope. A, I mean, he he talks, so I mean- He says some shit. Well, like he has a- Platform. But it could be true. So like, like, it's true. Well, I mean, I'm not going to talk like this is what happened during the filming. I know better, but I would think if someone said, and two, I mean, Kim D has been on. I mean, I was mentioned at the reunion without being mentioned when Andy said, Teresa, Kim D said this on a podcast when she said she's a gutter rat. That was my podcast. So mm-hmm. Kim D is aware of what was Teresa said. And she's I mean, aware, Teresa's aware that that was my podcast. Melissa, well, your besties with her too. But not right with Kim, but not. So I think if production doesn't say something, I'm not so sure Teresa or Melissa or Teresa, especially is going to like, get him out of here. So I hope I'm not kicked out of this event that I'm going to New Jersey for on Tuesday. I hope you're not kicked out either. Just go and be you, boo. Thank you. Because we, we love everything that you do. Okay. But New York, I don't really know. Like I knew the whole Heather thing because Heather was on my show before all this happened. And she basically told me all of this. Mm-hmm. And I see, you see how I keep real stuff to myself. Yes. Yes. So I knew, I didn't know the details, but I knew that it had to do with Leah and that Heather 
was supposed to be there all season and then right. was cut short. So I knew that. I don't know much else. I'm trying to think like, I know that Ebony and Luann don't really end anywhere in a good place. Yeah, they're not speaking now per yeah. uh, Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, so it's not, it's a work in progress. Right. It's a work in progress. Look, I am one of those who like, I always like seeing both sides of everything. Right. And That's so the I lawyer can, in you. Yeah. And so I can <laughs> see, I completely understand Luann's side, but like I completely get where Ebony's coming from. I don't understand, and I love Luann. I don't understand why Luann hasn't gotten more backlash online. She hasn't really. Hmm. I'm not wishing that upon her. I'm just saying no one is coming for Luann in this tense racial situation where, you know, people have come from for everyone else. Right. 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 Yeah. What did you think of that? Like, I get what Luann is saying. I completely understand what Ebony's saying, but no one's coming for Luann. There's no, I I was worried. I I was like, my girl, Luann, who is a friend of mine is going to be canceled now. Not canceled, but like get a lot of hate. And Luann doesn't get a lot of hate really. Right. No, I, I honestly didn't see, I didn't really see a lot of people. I mean, I saw people talking about Luann, like Luann, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Right. But I didn't necessarily see anything on her. I I also don't have a Twitter, so I, I can't even tell you that. Um, but I haven't, I didn't see any of that on Facebook and or Instagram. So maybe, maybe I need to, um, <laughs> start looking for other things. Cause maybe I'm missing the boat or something. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see anything. Listen, all I see is the Leah stuff. And I also see a lot of people saying that they feel Leah made this whole racial situation between Ebony and Luann about her. And brought it back to like, I'm mad at Heather. Like, I don't know if you saw all of that. Mm, I didn't. People just want to hate on Leah this season. She's just the one. Listen, what what am I trying to say? (laughs) I feel, I just love authentic people. And that's why like Ramona is herself. Whether you love her or hate her, Mm -hmm. she is Ramona. And and Sonia is too, in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so if you want fame, if you want money, if you're happy to be on the show, if this is like the best thing that's happened to you mm-hmm. and you love the public eye, I have no problem with that. Just own it. Yes. It's when oh, you- Lisa Renna, own right? it. Own it. Own it. Oh, it's, speaking of. Yeah. Yeah, it's go when, ahead. It's when, want- like, it's when you try to like act like you're of the people. And, yes. and I mean, that was the thing with Bronwyn that turns people. It's like, honey, oh, you're staging married. paparazzi photos. Like, you love this. So don't act yeah. like you're like. Did you hear she got married to her girlfriend? Did she? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I read on the show. You streets. know, they're announcing the OC any day now. I hope they change up the cast. I hear Tamara's coming back, which I hope she is with Heather Debro. Well, I, I texted my good friend uh, Jesus Jugs last night <laughs> because two things happened. It's a long story. I'll spare you the details, but yes. two just very minor things happened. And it's just, I don't know, something went off. And I was like, it just, I was like, Shut it's up. weird that Alexis asked me this question. It's a weird shit. And then oh. I texted, I said, Alexis you're going back and I know it. And she's like, are you fucking insane? Stop. So, and I was trying to gauge her reaction. I mean, I don't think she wouldn't tell me, but I really don't right. think, but I had a moment where I thought Alexis was going back. Ooh. 
Oh, I have, I have to be honest with you. I, my solution for fixing the OC is not, is just to scrap the whole cast, cast. and not have the old cast back. I would do it. I love forties and fifties and sixties housewives. I love when the housewives are in the fifties. I love it because that's a yeah. thing that is not represented for women on TV. But right. having said that, thinking like a producer, if you just want me to tell you what I think the show should do, mm-hmm. I think you should, can call it OC housewives, fire everyone, hire women in their thirties mm-hmm. and have, have it be diverse, but yes. have it be hot 30 something year old women, mostly that are single and have it be like the Hills and just like, I love triangle and this one's sleeping with that one's husband. Yeah. But do you think that would be successful? Cause like we're already at that with the Hills but, and shit. But, right? but it would be but it's different. Just a different network, but it'd be different. It'd be like new people. There'd be no, it would be like OC housewives. Like, or if you're I think not, people would be nervous about that because no one likes change. <sighs> Let's just be real. Right, like, let me we tell were you. Skeptical with Salt Lake. If they bring in Tamara and Heather and keep like even four people from the old cast, yeah, I don't think it's. I think if you're going to do that, you bring in all old people. Go back. Well, you know, as, get the Alexis. Get the Joe. Because you're thinking, you're thinking of like ratings, essentially, right? Or just like to a be- good fucking TV show to watch. I don't yeah. know. Like to me, Heather and Tamara, yeah. Okay, that would be a step in the right direction, but right. Heather, Tamara, Shannon, Elizabeth, Kelly. and and yeah, that's I don't think it's going to be so good. It's not going to change it enough. Hmm. Well, I know that everyone is dying for Kelly to get off the show, but I think they're not going to do that. Now, before I want to go real quickly to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Last Let's week on my show, I saw that the ratings for Beverly Hills are super low, probably the lowest that they've ever been. I'm not shocked by that because personally, I'm not really enjoying it. I am not getting anything out of it. Are Let you? me tell you, no. And you and I are the only two people that are saying this. Yeah. What well, are your thoughts first on of Kathy all, Hilton? let's just drop a few things. Last drop season, Beverly Hills in 2020 was the highest rated of all the housewives. It's because of the, Denise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. it. Is Denise a lesbian or did she have a lesbian affair or did she at least right. have a hookup with a girl? That was mm-hmm. it. The power, as she says, of Denise fucking Richards. It never beat Atlanta. Atlanta is back on top. Jersey's actually second right now as far I'm as I'm not like, shocked by that. Yeah, Jersey had shocked. a great season. They did. Beverly yes. Hills, yeah, is having one of the worst. Um, People are liking it, but I agree with you. I don't know what's really going on. Like there's nothing really happening. I find this so interesting. And maybe, maybe did production or the network think that this was possibly going to happen? Think about it. Most of the popular shows on Bravo are played at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Beverly Hills used to be that, but now they're being aired at 8 p.m. And then Family Karma is on after them. So I don't know what you think about that. But to me, that almost shows me that Family Karma is more on top as far as viewers and people liking it versus Beverly Hills. Really? That's what I think. I I mean, obviously, I could be completely Or wrong, is it but... they're hoping like that? I think you might be wrong. And I think it might be they're hoping like people don't change the channel and just stick around for Family Karma and help its ratings. Oh, that, that's okay. what I'm thinking. Okay. Because yeah. the family con ratings weren't great. Um, I don't know why people are loving this season of RHOB8 so much. I don't really know. They love know. Kathy. They love Kathy. Do they you love, love Kathy? Kathy? Um, 
I'm waiting for her to like really get out of her shell. I'm not loving her as much as everyone else is loving her. I guess I don't know why. I guess they're saying like they love her because she's herself and she's quirky and she doesn't even know what she's saying. Like, I don't know if you saw there was an Instagram live the other night and her and Kyle were on it. Yeah. And she was like, so everyone tune in. And she's like, in what channel is it on? Or where is it? Right. And, and, And Kyle was like, Kathy, it's on Bravo. She's like spoofy in the clouds all the time. So that's crazy. Then that's herself. Like Kathy's mm-hmm. not. So that's what you got to love. She's not like, I need to be on point. And like, I need my mm-hmm. social media followers up and I need She's money. She's not like Dorit. She She's doesn't not care. Like because of glam. What do you think of Sutton crying about everything and the whole Crystal <sighs> Sutton thing? It's exhausting. I mean, do you think Sutton should get her diamonds stripped away from her? I don't know. Are people loving Sutton? I'm just like, I'm not loving. loving, I think people are loving Crystal. Are they? I'm not loving. I'm not loving either at the moment. I'm not loving either at the moment. I don't think Crystal's really bringing it. Sutton, I don't even know what to say at the moment. Yeah. Erica, I guess we're going to have to see. Yes. I, um... I'm so disappointed with Erica. I mean, I really looked at her. This was before all of this crazy ass shit happened. But I really looked at her and I was just like, you know, this girl, she she like is authentic. She knows where she came from. She's appreciative of everything that she has, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, but, you know, now I just feel like she's a fraud and it makes me sad because I really, really liked her. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was pretty kick ass and now I'm just like no why did you do that so we'll see about that I read somewhere that they're not gonna really talk much about the whole legal shit but Erica is gonna talk about the way that their relationship is changing not necessarily about you know all the legal fraud shit so not fraud well embezzlement and shit I mean, I mean, that's the thing. You know, I think Bravo is probably pissed about this the Housewife and the Hustler. Like, yes. they're basically going to break down and cover, which yep. that's why I, I, so on my Dorit I went to high school with episode, I also had Dana Wilkie. Dana. Because yep. Dana's on the show. Mm-hmm. They contacted her. So I don't know. I, I just don't buy that we're really going to get the real, like, we're I not going to, or it's going to be surface. It's sure. going to be surface. Yeah. So... Now, I I do remember because I was listening to your interview with Monique, okay? And I, just from understanding what she was saying, Candace, with her going to the courthouse, right, when she was pressing the charges and shit, Monique, I guess, was being asked by the network that they wanted to show all of her meetings with her lawyers and shit. Like, they basically wanted to bring that into the show and Monique was just like no I'm not gonna do that Candace wants to do that that's fine that's her prerogative but it's interesting to me and I just honestly I feel like Monique is so she was probably the most real on top of Robin as well because I love me some Robin love Robin but I feel like Monique is so authentic and genuine And she was really herself whenever she was on the show. But with her saying that she felt the network was trying to protect, like they protect certain housewives, it seemed like they were trying to protect Candace and they didn't really care what the fuck Monique was going to do. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I mean, that's what I gathered. Listen, I loved having Monique 
I mean, I, I loved having her on the show. I loved having, yeah. I loved having Candace on the show too. As I always say, I'm not team anything. I'm team whoever comes on behind the velvet rope. Mm-hmm. We had Candace in December for two parts. Everyone hated on me. Why are you having Candace on? Well, she was a great guest. Okay. I mean, Monique didn't want to come on at that time. Here she is. You waited six months. We got Monique. I yeah. never give up. Yes. I feel that they, I really feel, and I'm not taking sides. I feel Candace was so honest with things when she was on. And I feel Monique was really honest. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I believed both of them. And I don't believe everyone that comes on my show. Right. You know, Monique doesn't have any reason to lie. She doesn't. Yeah, she's off she the doesn't. show. Yeah. She, she made a lot of claims about trying to be silenced by Bravo and not tell her story. Listen, it's a great chat if anyone wants to listen to it. Yes. But Check it out because it's a maze. She, yeah. That was actually one of my questions. And um, it seems like you won't answer, which is totally fine. Because I was going to ask, ask you, which, which interview was the most enjoyable for you? Not Between- saying which person you like better, but what was the most, you know, which one was the most enjoyable? You don't have to answer if you don't want to. It's all good. No I mean, worries. they were both so... Now, I, what, I can, <laughs> what I can tell you is... Yeah. Look, I don't regret things in life. I really don't. Right. I feel if you made a decision at the time, yeah, and if the clock was reversed, would I make the same decision? The answer is yes. Then I do not regret the outcome. I, I can't control it. So right. I've always said this. I had like Lisa Barlow on my show, and then I had Whitney on. Love that. And yeah, and Whitney then trashed Lisa, and the whole week after I recorded Lisa, after I recorded Whitney, Lisa was like DMing me like, you know, I'm so glad I met you. And like, you know, we're close. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's not my job to tell her heads off in four days. I'm Eric Whitney and she trashed right. It's like, right. I am a Gemini. I can separate personal. So I will always, I will have on back-to-back housewives that trash each other. It's not, mm-hmm. I don't say it. So if you get mad at me, there's nothing I can do, but I mean, grow up. So Candace, Candace did, she did not text me. We've texted before. She did not mention me. She did not come after me, but Candace has issued a tweet to Monique. We all know that. Right. In relationship, in relation to her appearance on my podcast. Wait, she was saying bad shit? Well, Candace said. I don't do the tweet. So after Monique was on my podcast, it got picked up by a lot of press. Oh. It got, it's all over the place. So if you Google it, it got so picked up. So she saw that. So shit. Candace D- I'm sure she put out a tweet and it. said, if I got fired, you know, if I quit a job and I've quit jobs, when I walk out the door, the hate, the anger, the bitterness, it stays there because I quit. That's, that's the point of quitting the job. Right. Now, this wasn't, she didn't mention Monique and she didn't mention me, but it was in relationship to my podcast because Monique was just on talking about quitting and it went all over the world. So she did shade Monique in this, Uh, but I'm like, I hope Candace comes on my podcast back when I reach out to her in like a day or two because Potomac is back and I would like, so if she doesn't, but yes, Candace has issued a tweet. So I do believe she probably not only saw it, but I would think she listened. Wow. Like I can tell you right now, like, there's Jersey girl. Jersey. I went to something with the Jersey cast last week and two of the Jersey girls were like, Oh yeah, we heard your podcast with Kim D where she's like talking about Louise. And I'm like, you yeah. And I'm like, you listen to my podcast. So I, I'm sure Candace listened. To You're like, give me five up. stars, bitch. <laughs> right. But 
so I don't know. So I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, did I now burn a bridge with Candace? But I mean, if you listen, I never said anything bad about it. But this, listen, Kim, these are, I can't. That's part of the gig though, too. Yeah. It's this you know? is my job. This is my job. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and then when this stuff happens in the real world, I say to myself, like, I get why these women are cast. I get right. it. Like there's, they're, 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 there's a formula. Like they are like that in real life. They take it personally. Like, listen, right. I'm being very serious. It, you could say pretty much anything about me and people do like, I don't, I don't care. I really don't. I'm not here for your <laughs> you don't approval. Have time for the bullshit. Right. And this is everyone out there listening. You should not be living your life for anyone's fucking approval because when you're on your deathbed, it's your authentic life. And right. that is what it is. And the Absolutely. more you're in your public eye, the more. So to me, it's like if Candace is mad at me because of like Monique coming on my podcast, I that's mean, that's shit. not on me. And I'm not sure she is, but when I saw this tweet, I was like, oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ. So like, it's not about my ego. It's actually the opposite sometimes, Kim. I'd like to like just slip under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about me. Love the Monique interview, but don't (laughs) forget my name. Forget behind the velvet rope. Just press play and forget it. And then everyone just come on the podcast. Like Lisa Barlow never said anything to me. I think she knows like I can separate personal and, and business. That's just how I am. Well, I think she's been doing it for a long ass time. I mean, right? definitely longer than Candace because Candace is just like in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But OK, so I find it. I'm really anxious to see how in Potomac uh, we'll talk Potomac quickly and then I want to get your opinion on family karma and then we'll call it quitsies for the day because I know that you're very busy. But um, with Potomac, I'm really kind of anxious to see how Candace's storyline of becoming what is it? A pop star now because she's going to be doing that. That's going to be this, her storyline. That's what it seems like. I mean, with the trailer, it's showing her doing all these dance moves and singing. And apparently Chris is her manager. Okay. So I wonder if it's going to be a Sheena Shea thing. I don't think Listen, so. Because I actually think that I'm here Candace for it. If Candace wants to do a mini tour, I'll, I'll go see Candace Dillard. Would you see her before Ashley Darby? Yeah, but I would see Ashley Darby <laughs> too. But I just, listen, I have, a, like, yeah, I, yeah. I you mean, support. I, I do think that Candace has a voice. I do. I do too. I think she's the most talented out of all of the housewives who think they can sing. Other Sorry, than, Luan, other but than, like, has the shtick. Other than, you know, a woman named Candy Burris, of course. Oh, duh. Yeah, singer. of course. Fucking, yeah. She's number one for sure. Number one you know? for sure. Um, okay. Well, let's just talk briefly. Family karma. Are you, are you happy they picked it up again? And I mean, I think Amrit is so fucking hot. I mean, I'm disappointed he's gay. Cause I would have like hit him up in the DMS. I mean, I guess like, he's, still good, I don't think. find him as hot as I find Vishal. I mean, Vishal's good looking, but Amrit is like my thing. Really? Yes. Love him. Are you liking the season thus far? I do. I listen. I'm very happy it's back. Me too. It's not a highly rated blockbuster, but I'm happy it's back. I think it's so interesting. Yes, I do too. Love, love the new cast member. 
You know what's interesting? I remember when you were on, this could have been like the first or second time that you were on. You were talking about how Summer House, when it first started, had super low, low ratings. But the network itself said, we're going to give them some more time. Let's see if they can kind of come up with the ratings. And it seems like they did. Do you think that Bravo is doing that with Family Karma? I feel Bravo is doing that with every single thing thanks to the bitch that is COVID. Now we're Mm. coming out of COVID. The world is Mm -hmm. open. The world is pretty much open, people. I don't know if you know this, but like people are, I mean, I was at the Regency last week, twice. Did you see Tom? Please don't leave I saw Harry. I have to post the picture. Packed. Packed. These places, people are flying. I do have friends that are still like, we'll meet you if you eat outside. Right. But the majority of people I know are, and listen, no judgments. Everyone feels, do what you're comfortable. The world's open. So I don't know how everything, but like, I feel every show has gotten greenlit, is getting greenlit. I think because of COVID, I think it's just like, we don't know where that fine show. Right. So we have this group of people and all we have to do is quarantine them and film. Like, let's go. Let's do it. We we can't cast a new show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, uh. What a great answer. And you know, but I mean, so- you know, they they should. It's it's great. I love it. Do I like it as much as Shaw's? No. Do I like it a lot? I think it's very interesting. Like, you know, it's showcasing the Indian culture. It's mm-hmm. a group of real friends. It's like Shaw's. It's that's yeah. why it works. This is not cast this show. It's a yeah. real group of people that have been intertwined and know each other in some way. So that makes it great. Yeah. It's endearing. I mean, it's endearing to see that because we know with the housewives, sometimes people are cast just to like shake it up and they don't really know each other, even though they say, oh, yeah, well, I met this person, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it wasn't it wasn't uh, by coincidence, you know, that the network set that shit up and they're like, hey, why don't you meet this person before you start filming, et cetera, da, 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 da. So. I agree with you there, and I'm anxious to see where the season is going uh, with the, what is it, the, I've no, the freezing of the eggs with Anisha, seeing how that kind of pans out with all that kind of shit, the Brian and the Monica dating the doctor Monica, not friend Monica, but that is still, I don't know, I'm still kind of curious. I feel like he still wants to date Monica, You think? Friend. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, okay. Um, But anyways, why don't you tell us how people can follow you and just all the stuff that you're working on and yeah, tell us, tell us. Well, there are, you know, I like to try to stick in season. So there are a lot, a lot of Roni stuff interviews coming up. Yes, yes. Two present and two past-ish. Mm. I think pastish. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused, <laughs> but like good people. And I got Beverly Hills, a current housewife coming up, and a major, major Beverly Hills past housewife that I have chased and chased Forever. and chased. So we got some interesting things coming up. I am excited to see the rest of the season play out. I would say I'm liking New York more than Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. I am keeping an open mind on Kathy. I maybe I'm just judging Kathy by like not the right standard because I had such high expectations because she's Kathy right. Hilton. Sure. But people are loving her. So maybe the joke's on us. Maybe the joke's on us. Maybe. Kim, and we're just missing something here. Yeah, that could be true. But everyone can listen to Behind the Velvet Rope. 
anywhere podcasts are found. If you are annoyed by me today, listen, because it's not about me. It's me asking questions and getting the tea for you. I think the Monique interview is a very good example of what it's like. So that's a good one to start with. It is a good one. Right. And then uh, on Instagram, I'm at behind velvet rope, just at behind velvet rope. No, the we can't, we can't know the people now behind velvet rope. And we post, (laughs) we post every single day, the guest of the day and it's five fucking days a week. God help me. And you do special stuff on Patreon. Saturday, every Saturday, Patreon, six (laughs) days a week. So he is a busy man. That might change at some point, but right now I can't get these episodes out fast enough. So it's not going to change for now, but there's, there, there's some nuggets. If you dig there, there are some nuggets that are there. I love it. So there you go. I love, I love nuggets, people. I loved talking (laughs) to you. I always love coming on and chatting with you. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. I mean, you're always welcome here. You're like MVP guest. Oh my gosh. I'll I'll come back. I'll come back. Well, I'll come back when Potomac is like in, you Please, know, yes. That's East Coast for the East Coast Housewives. Potomac, you know, man. let me tell you something funny. So, like, I have a good friend. Uh, he is a saxophone player. Totally not into the Bravo shit. And I made him watch uh, Roni. And then he's like, man, is it all about middle-aged white women? I said, no, 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 no. It's not just white middle-aged women, okay? So I was like, you should watch Potomac with me. So he watched an episode. He thinks Monique is super hot, which she is. And I tell you this much. He watched one episode and David, he watched the whole fucking season. And guess what? He's anxious for the new season. Listen, Potomac. Shout out to you, Brent. I love you. Potomac is underrated, people. It's it's gotten the respect it deserves a little bit now, you know? Yes, yes. But it's good. July 11th, people. Be ready for that shit. That's like tomorrow, you know? I mean, that's like in two seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you look at me like, what? I tomorrow? literally no. looked at you. Yeah, I was just like, literally, no. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't really mean it's tomorrow, but it's, it's oh like. Oh, my God. I'm so stupid. Soon. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. Yin's guys, uh, don't forget to follow your girl uh, on Instagram as well. It's at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And also follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And have a kick-ass week, and I shall see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 